0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Right now we have 43 in Upper Marlboro and 45 degrees in Centerville.
2: At 459.
0: This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners.
1: Good afternoon, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... D.C. leaders still can't believe the Caps and Wizards may soon be leaving town. We're hearing from Council Member
2: Charles Allen here on WTOP this evening. In downtown D.C., if the Caps and Wizards do go
3: away... It's going to take away the excitement. I'm Nick Ainelli. Why some local middle schoolers may soon be able to sleep later. I'm Scott.
1: Is there any hope for money to help Israel and Ukraine to come out of Congress before Christmas? We'll
3: get a live update from WTOP Capitol Hill
2: correspondent Mitchell Miller at 5.15.
1: On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 158, NASDAQ up 28, the S&P ended the day up 12.
2: And the Caps are in Philadelphia to take on the Flyers tonight.
1: It is 5 o'clock on WTOP.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
0: I'm Monica Ricks. Israel says it plans to continue its war against Hamas until absolute victory. CBS's Linda Kenyon has reaction from Washington. Israel's response to the October 7th Hamas attack has killed thousands of Palestinian civilians. President Biden, speaking at the National Institutes of Health, was asked if Israel should change its methods.
4: I want them to be focused on how to save civilian lives, not stop going after
3: Hamas, but be more careful.
0: His comment followed a statement from National Security Council spokesman John Kirby who said Israel has a right to defend itself, but...
3: We don't want to see a single
5: more innocent civilian killed or wounded. Kirby
0: also says the U.S. continues to stand by Israel, even as it expresses its concerns. In Europe, authorities say they prevented terror attacks by arresting three people in Denmark, a fourth in the Netherlands, and three more suspects in Germany. They'd reportedly planned to hit Jewish targets on behalf of Hamas. Senators have delayed holiday recess and will be back on Monday to hammer out a deal on more aid for Ukraine. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. And they'll
5: face more death and destruction
0: to their families and their homeland. They need our help and they need it right now, not after the eggnog. About $61 billion is still in limbo. Some disturbing new findings now on guns and kids. WSB Radio's Sabrina Cupid reports.
1: Hundreds of young children in the United States have been killed playing with guns over the last two decades. That according to a new study by the CDC here in Atlanta. The deaths could have been prevented, as in a majority of the cases, these guns were not locked up and were loaded. A man in Florida just
0: pleaded guilty to stealing millions from an NFL team.
6: The former financial manager for the Jacksonville Jaguars was accused of stealing more than $22 million from the NFL franchise through its virtual credit card program. His lawyer has said that Patel had gambled away 99% of the stolen money. He gambled on websites at the Jaguars facility, which prompted an NFL investigation.
0: CBS's Jim Krasula reporting. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. A real-life Grinch was arrested in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, for allegedly stealing power cords that made Christmas displays go dark. Nikki Wilcox is with the Economic Alliance. It's just very disappointing because when we put on these lights just to bring energy and, you know, festiveness. And then for someone to purposely take, steal, whatever they're doing with the extension cords, and they ruin it for an entire community. Mattel's bringing more dolls to the big screen. It is teaming up with our parent company, Paramount, for a live-action American Girl movie soon. It's part of a slate of 14 new toy movies. This is CBS News.
7: Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit.
2: And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center.
5: Major delays in the district. A demonstration closing New York Avenue at North Capitol Street. Nobody is getting by. Protesters on foot in the middle of the interchange. Northbound traffic in the Third Street Tunnel is backing up. A lot of other traffic grief throughout the region. More on the 8s I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic.
1: It's 5.03 on Thursday, December the 14th. We have a clear sky right now. Temperatures holding in the mid to upper 40s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer.
2: And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour here on WTOP. Reaction is still pouring in about the Wizards and Capitals' potential move... To Northern Virginia, Monumental Sports in Virginia have reportedly been in talks. In fact, we know they've been in talks since they confirmed it yesterday about a deal to build a $2 billion sports and entertainment district in the Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. The night before the official announcement, D.C.'s mayor offered a half billion dollars to help revamp Capital One Arena. But D.C. Council member Charles Allen tells us here on WTOP, despite him urging city leaders to focus on the much needed repairs at Capital One back in August, he saw the city's official offer at the same time as everyone else. The
5: first time that I or my colleagues ever saw a proposal on paper was the same time you saw that. That was hours after the deal had been made in Virginia. So I don't know where the urgency was. I don't know where the aggressive strategy was. I think that is deeply concerning. It was what I tried to warn about months ago is that we needed to focus on this. Rather than focusing on the shiny object, which would be a less fruitful deal for D.C.'s economy, we needed to focus on Cap One Arena. And that didn't happen. And I think that's why we find ourselves where we are.
2: The deal between Monumental Sports owner Ted and Virginia still allows him to continue to bargain with D.C. if he chooses to.
1: So how do people who live around Capital One Arena feel about the Caps and Wizards possibly moving out? WTOP's Nick Guinelli has been speaking with them.
6: I definitely wish they would stay because I know this area is going to go downhill probably. (laughs) That
2: is the general feeling we're getting here from people who live right around the corner from Capital One Arena. They tell WTOP when there's a Wizards or a Caps game, it's a fun atmosphere and they don't want to lose that. It actually does feel pretty busy. You see tons of people in jerseys and walking around taking the metro. I think it's good for public transit. Um, It feels pretty energetic and active. And even though it's not necessarily people who live in this neighborhood, it's got good energy. That was pretty exciting, man. Pretty upbeat, a lot of traffic, and just awesome people, man. You know, people from all cultures and walks of life, full of smiles, full of joy. When they win, they're happy-go-lucky. In the district, Nick Einelli, WTOP News. If the two teams do move to Potomac Yard in Alexandria. They will be neighbors to a Virginia Tech campus that's currently under construction. Here's WTOP's Neil Oggenstein. Digital expertise is pervasive
3: in absolutely everything we do. Marco Charsky with Virginia Tech says the innovation campus will open next year. Its focus has been on computer science and engineering, the kind of technical talent that Amazon and Boeing need. Well, yesterday, something big happened right next door. He can envision lots of partnerships with monumental sports and entertainment. Everything from selling tickets to giving a coaching staff the data analyzed about the opponent when it's 78 percent humidity on a three-quarter full moon that's the kind of world in which we live neil wagenstein w news
1: Breaking news out of Rockville this afternoon, three people are in the hospital after a crash near the Montgomery County Circuit Courthouse. It happened around 2.30 on East Montgomery Avenue, again in Rockville. Multiple news outlets reporting right now the driver had just left court after a hearing. Police in Rockville say all three people were taken to the hospital. They have various injuries. Not clear how badly they're actually hurt. We're also working to find out whether the driver stayed at the scene. You want to keep it here on WTOP? We'll bring you more on this developing story as we get it in.
2: 507. Thousands of people in our region die of opioid and other drug overdoses every year. Well, Today, Maryland Governor Wes Moore announced an increased effort to try to stop that from happening.
7: The governor says his executive order will help broaden state government's approach to tackling the overdose crisis. The name of the Opioid Operational Command Center is changing to the Maryland Office for Overdose Responses because the opio- opioid epidemic is one of the lead drivers of overdose deaths in Maryland, but it isn't the only driver. The size of the group's advisory board will more than double with input from 18 different state agencies. It'll then be folded into the Maryland Department of Health. The overdose crisis is a public health crisis. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News.
1: Coming up in Money News, After traffic and weather.
7: One local restaurant group may leave Gallery Place, if the Wizards and the Caps do. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 508. Michael and Sons
2: heating tune-up for only $59. Michael
5: and Sons.
2: Traffic and weather on the 8th sand when it breaks, and what a day it's been. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center.
5: Downtown New York Avenue at North Capitol Street. The on road demonstration in progress. The banner stretched across the intersection ceasefire, Palestinian freedom. Nobody is getting by. All lanes of New York Avenue are blocked at North Capitol Street. North Capitol Street cannot exit onto New York Avenue. Northbound traffic in the 3rd Street tunnel backing up by the minute. This has been a very difficult rush hour for many, not just in the district, but also in the close-in suburbs. The passage of a presidential motorcade through northern Virginia and Montgomery County, Maryland, led to significant delays on and near the Beltway, and we have yet to recover. Through McLean, many traffic tangles on Georgetown Pike, 123, up and down Kirby Road and Old Dominion Drive. Much more inbound traffic on I-66 as drivers continue in work around. Outbound traffic on 66 is jammed from the Roslyn Tunnel toward Glebe Road, where the crash is still blocking the left side. One right lane getting by very slowly and of course very slow on the Beltway anywhere near the American Legion Bridge. At least the lanes are open now. In Prince George's County on the Interloop, slow coming out of Landover beyond Central Avenue. Crash on the shoulder 301 southbound. Near South Osborne Road, the crash remains since southbound on Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue at the Beltway. A crash with, at one point, just only one lane getting by. Hit the road for downtown Frederick, Maryland, where historic sidewalks are decorated with festive winter lights. Plan your holiday road trip today at visitfrederick.org. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic.
1: Our forecast from Jordan Evans.
6: Clear skies overnight, lows down to freezing. Upper 20s, even some low 20s outside of the Beltway. A southwest wind between 5 and 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow looks pleasant with sunshine and highs near 56 degrees. Even some low 60s are possible south of the DMV by afternoon on your Friday. Friday night, it's cold once again. Lows into the 30s for Saturday, just passing clouds with a high of 55. Then we track more rain going into Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans and the First weather center sun's gone down temperatures
2: going down with them it's 43 in hyattsville 45 in fredericksburg we're at 47 in foggy bottom and we're brought to you by long fence save 25 on long fence decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest financing terms and conditions apply go to longfence.com
1: money news at 10 and 40 past the hour over to ian crawford
7: Washingtonian Magazine reporting that Clyde's Restaurant Group may pull out of Gallery Place if the planned move of the Capitals and the Wizards to Northern Virginia goes through. Clyde's has had a Gallery Place location for 28 years. The Biden administration will impose inflation penalties on dozens of drug makers. Reuters reports as part of the Inflation Reduction Act, it penalizes drug manufacturers for charging prices that rise faster than inflation for people on Medicare. The White House says the prices of 48 drugs covered under Part B rose faster than inflation in the last quarter. Reuters reports that a federal judge has tentatively ruled that Elon Musk must testify again before the Securities and Exchange Commission as part of its investigation into his $44 billion takeover of Twitter, which he has since renamed X. Record close for the Dow up 158, the S&P ahead 13, the NASDAQ up 28. Ian Crawford, WTOP News.
0: This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Shop the holidays at Whole Foods Market. Get bone and spiral cut ham for $5.39 per pound with prime through December 19th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply.
2: Coming up on WTOP, what got done this week in Congress and what didn't get done. The list related to the latter is much longer. We'll go to WTOP's Mitchell Miller next. It's 512.
3: There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's taking in the
7: lights with all your friends in a spacious Accord or taking in a snow day in a rugged CRV. Find your new Honda during Happy
3: Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Honda Accord and 2024 CRV.
7: By now you know that Vehicles for Change is the best place to donate your car. You maximize your tax deduction and your car may be provided to a local family so they can get a job and their children after school activities. And your car will be part of our training program for formerly incarcerated individuals. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Now is the best time to make that donation. You will make this a wonderful holiday for a worthy family and maximize your tax deduction. Donate your car at vehiclesforchange.org.
0: Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Herb Kelsey, the Project Fort Zero team leader at Dell Technologies, says agencies shouldn't overlook the benefits of new and emerging technologies within their zero-trust architectures.
6: Automation is one of the big evolution steps in zero-trust. How do we collect enough data logging telemetry across the board to be able to create AI models that in turn we can use to automate our application of security policy against threats that come into our system. And so AI becomes the accelerant. It becomes the way in which we also make up for any shortages in personnel that we may have. Let
0: Dell Technologies, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is
1: capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Coming up, Week 15 kicks off with the Chargers visiting the Raiders. The Caps travel up 95 to take on the Flyers.
2: Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP.
0: Here's Gary Grider, the HPC division leader on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4.
2: We're working in a fair amount of areas in, you know, driving memory bandwidths and smart memory control mechanisms, things like that, to be able to build machines in the future that enable us to solve problems that we couldn't contemplate
0: solving today. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM Storage Portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data; it's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission critical operations. Four Inc. is an IBM Platinum Partner, providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit fourinc.com.
1: Washington's top
0: news, WTOP. Facts matter.
1: It's 515. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. The House took its final major vote of the year today, passing a big defense bill.
3: The yeas are 310. The nays are 118.
1: The defense measure includes 5.2% pay raise for military personnel. Well,
2: joining us live now from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, while the House passed the defense bill, there is a lot that has not been done before lawmakers left town. Run it down for us. Uh, Mitch, hold on just a second. Uh... OK, now we got you. Go ahead. All right. Well, I can say that they did
4: pass a bill this week that requires public schools to provide whole milk to kids. That brought some derision from some lawmakers, but not much else beyond that National Defense Authorization Act. It's really interesting. Over the last few weeks, no appropriations bills were passed, even though we normally get this huge rush toward this omnibus bill toward the end of the year. But Republicans simply just did not have enough votes to get these appropriations bills passed. So a lot of people are concerned about what's going to happen in January when the continuing resolution that they did pass earlier in the year runs out on January 19th. I spoke this afternoon with Maryland Congressman Steny Hoyer, and he says he thinks they there's a better chance than not that there could be a government shutdown in January. So certainly a lot of concern, even as the lawmakers are fleeing the exits here on the Hill, that there could be a potential government shutdown just a few weeks away at the start of 2024.
1: Well, Mitchell, some of them are fleeing, but apparently the Senate is going to take go back to work.
4: That's right. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer today announcing that even though lawmakers are leaving this week, they are going to be back on Monday. And this is all in connection with that big foreign policy aid package and the discussions over what's going to be done about the southern border. Republicans say they still are holding firm on many of their positions related to asylum and providing uh, ways for catch and release to be tightened, among other things. And Democrats are saying that they're going to try to keep pressing ahead with these uh, negotiations, but really the reality of it is, uh, Sean and Ann, that I don't think that they are going to be able to get anything concretely done. You would literally have to have 430-plus House members come back to vote on a measure, even if they were to reach an agreement. So I think this is a little bit for political show, but certainly they have made some progress over the last few days, and the Senate Majority Leader wants to
2: continue that in the coming week. Well, also, we have another development involving the upcoming special election to replace former New York Congressman George Santos. What's up there? Right. Republicans
4: chose their candidate who they hope will keep the Santos seat in GOP hands. She's Mazzi Pillip, a local legislator who served as a paratrooper in the Israeli military, the IDF. She's a mother of seven. She has the backing of former New York Congressman Peter King, among others, even though she has very little political experience. New York Republicans believe she has some potential star potential. Uh, Democrats plan to run former Congressman Tom Swasey. He actually held the seat before Santos, but then left to make an unsuccessful run for Congress. And that opened up the seat for Santos. By the way, given how Republicans were burned by Santos's lies and bogus background, the New York Times says outside research firms have extensively reviewed the Republican candidate.
1: Thanks, Mitch. We appreciate it. You bet. WTOP's Mitchell Miller.
2: T.O.P's traffic and weather together. Let's get back to Dave Dildine in the traffic center.
5: Okay, we're in recovery mode. The uh, motorcade set the pace for the rush hour in many parts of the region, especially on the Beltway and near the Beltway, McLean and Bethesda but slowly and surely we're getting there one by one. Longer than usual evening delays on 123 Georgetown Pike, Old Dominion Drive, Kirby Road near the Chain Bridge, and of course on the Beltway and the GW Parkway nearby following the passage of that motorcade. Now in Arlington on I-66, westbound traffic is absolutely jammed from the Roosevelt Bridge and the Rosalind Tunnel toward Boston before Glebe Road. Tow truck hooking up to the crash damaged car. Only one right lane has been getting by, and this is with toll in effect for solo drivers, non-HOV3 drivers, and you can bet that that's a higher than usual toll because of the long backup where we often have free-flowing traffic with congestion management. Beyond the Beltway, no surprises, but eastbound traffic on 66 remains very slow inside the Beltway this evening. I want to talk about our other big traffic incident in the district. We can uh, scratch it off the board. New York Avenue has just reopened at North Capitol Street. Police escorting the demonstrators off of the Avenue Expressway and Rio re- Opening all lanes of New York Avenue. There might still be a police cruiser blocking a curb lane, but traffic is getting by. That'll alleviate the backup northbound coming out of the 3rd Street Tunnel in Maryland, southbound on Pennsylvania Avenue Route 4 at the Beltway. The crash remains near Kroon. The crash on 301 South at South Osborne Road. 50 Eastbound beyond 704. Crash was on the left shoulder. Volume delays on that side of the Beltway and north of it on 95 and the Baltimore Washington Parkway. Secure critical missions with WIS for Government, a unified class security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at wiz.io, that's W-I-Z dot i I'm Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic.
1: Now to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Jordan Evans joins us now. Jordan, we're going to get some more sunshine like we had today for tomorrow?
5: Oh
6: yes, tomorrow looks pretty nice out there and we'll have warmer temperatures too. We're looking at 50s, near 60 in a few spots during the afternoon and then a chilly evening. Once again we'll have a cold start as well with temperatures in the upper 20s early tomorrow. Now as we weekend almost a repeat of last weekend saturday's dry passing clouds it's mild then sunday once again more rain more wind is on the way however this system could actually linger into early next week with monday also keeping the rain and windy conditions around and we're not expecting at least as of now for winter weather chances the chance is not zero but at least as of today uh, the chances are low for that as the system moves out by tuesday Right now, 40 degrees in Woodbridge, 42 in Tysons. Germantown at 39 in Georgetown, chilly 43 degrees.
2: All brought to you by Len the Plumber, heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week.
1: Coming up, some students in our region may be able to sleep in a little more than they have lately. We'll explain. It's 522. College
3: football fans, let's go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit militarybowl.org.
0: In September, makers of laxatives reported a notable increase in demand. And although it's considered an over-the-counter medication, Dr. Ghassan Alzair, a gastroenterologist at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, says consider making lifestyle changes before using laxatives.
6: Especially when it comes for a younger population, I think that the diet would make a huge difference. High-fiber diet, berries like the seeds, prunes, maintaining hydration there are a lot of sources
0: he says although laxatives are generally safe it doesn't mean there are no downsides and abusing the medication can cause some issues
6: the stronger laxatives can definitely cause dehydration some of them can even affect your kidneys and your body can, can sometimes get used to it and then you can't go without taking those
0: to schedule a consultation please visit medstarhealth.org/intel that's medstarhealth.org/intel medical intel sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital
1: Center.
2: You're listening to WTOP News 523.
1: Some middle schoolers in Fairfax County may soon be able to sleep in later. This is a story you're hearing first on WTOP.
3: That's because the school division is considering starting middle school classes at 8 a.m. or later. School board member Melanie Marin says parents and students have been asking to move away from the current 7.30 start time.
0: Overwhelmingly, when it comes to school start times, I hear about middle school start times the most.
3: She points to medical research suggesting middle schoolers should start the day later. Safety concerns for students waiting for the bus are also a factor.
0: It could be dangerous for our students to be out on sidewalks or, you know, in some places where it's not as safe of a buffer from cars. A
3: plan for how the change will be made is expected to be shared with the school board next month. The goal is to make the switch for the 2025-26 school year.
0: This has been resoundingly
1: well-received.
3: Scott Gelman, WTOP News. This Saturday is the annual
2: Wreaths Across America Day. This is a major event at Arlington National Cemetery and elsewhere, all around the country. And this year's theme is Serve and Succeed, focusing on what it means to serve in the military. Absolutely stunning and beautiful.
0: That's how Arlington Wreath Project's Director of Operations, Dan Meade describes the sign of green wreaths with red ribbons laid across veterans' graves.
7: For people to come out and remember them and to say their names, it's just such a wonderful thing. It just warms your heart.
0: Wreaths Across America is an annual tradition that began at Arlington National Cemetery. But this Saturday, more than 4,000 locations in all 50 states will be participating. Cheyenne Corrine, WTOP News.
2: Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
1: Thursday night football, George Wallace. Yes,
6: whether you like it or not. You get the Chargers (laughs) and the Raiders tonight. Two teams that are five and eight. And uh, we know Justin Herbert is out with that broken finger. So Easton Stick is your starting quarterback tonight for the Chargers. The fifth round pick back in 2019. And this game will take place in Vegas, both teams at 5 and 8. Sam Howell gets to go up and face Aaron Donald on Sunday. How much fun is that going to be?
3: just the, how, how fast he's able to get off the ball, how strong he is getting off the football. And you got to have a plan for him. you got to know where he is every single snap. Um, and, you know, he's he's one of the very, very special players in the league, um, obviously a future Hall of Famer. Um, so it, it'll be fun. It's a fun challenge for us, and it's, it's a good opportunity for us. On
6: it is a good opportunity and a good test. And there are four games left. Team will leave tomorrow to head out to L.A. Joe Flacco reaches a one-year deal with the Browns, so no more back
7: and forth.